Welcome to 10 Minute Money. I am John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined with Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors here in Royal Oak, Michigan. And today we are going to talk about the real cost of owning a mutual fund. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, good morning, John. Going great. So uh, this is uh, one that we've had brought up to us by a few different prospective clients. Right, so, right. Uh, we thought it would be good to shed some light on the costs of mutual funds. Yeah, I think it's a great topic, and it's one of those topics that most people don't know a lot about because who wants to read those prospectuses that you get in the mail? You know, that real thing. Oh, yeah. Those newspaper are, kind of material. Maybe one in a million. One in a million actually probably read a prospectus. Yeah, seriously. So I think what we need to do is kind of lay out how mutual funds work from a high level. Yeah. So um, do you want to explain a little bit? On yeah. How they... So I guess the ones I'm familiar with are when I started in the business, you know, years ago, a lot of guys did use what's called loaded mutual funds. I don't know why they picked that term because it's, to me, it means like they're loaded with fees, <laughs> but yeah. um, that's just what they're called. Um, so A shares and B shares, which you hardly see anymore, A shares are still around, B shares are pretty much gone, C shares are loaded mutual funds. And, you know, brokers sold them, and I even saw you know, some brokers say to their clients, uh, you know, I'm you know I'm working for free for you, Mr. and Mrs. Client, and I'm gonna get you into these C shares and B shares, and you know, and I always like to tell people, if you don't know what you're paying, you're probably paying too much, and I think that was one of the downsides of some of these loaded mutual funds. Right. So, kind of backing up a little bit. So, mutual funds. Uh, have a manager that buys and sells stocks and bond and or bonds, right. depending on what the prospectus uh, lays out. So typically a mutual fund will have, um, in its prospectus, it tells you what it's going to do, like uh, buy large company blue chip stocks, and it's, right. it would be like a large cap growth yeah. or something like that, and they'd buy you know, GM and... Apple stock and that kind of thing. Yeah. Was uh, Peter Lynch, was he Magellan Fund? Is that what he did? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was Magellan. Just really he was kind popular. of a famous money manager 20 years ago. So they they so what happens is you end up having to pay this manager to manage your fund, and you also have to pay your broker, and you also have to pay your broker's company, like a Merrill Lynch or something. Right. So the the mutual so the mutual fund manager will take out his fees and his returns will be net of the fees. Right. So when you're looking when we're talking about fees, there's kind of two different layers of fees. So we're gonna talk about the mutual fund manager's fees first. Right. And uh you're gonna get lower returns. So it's, we're really big on on this one here. Um, these are usually called 12B1 fees, yeah. where they take the fee out and oh, you're, you're kind of left with what's left over. And they use portions of that for 
marketing their mutual fund and they use it for, you know, supporting all the traders and the They pay the, the brokers from the 12B1, right? Yeah, they pay brokers from the 12B1s as well. So, uh, and then there's also management fees here uh, within the mutual fund. So typically you're paying before you even... Uh, get into the fees you see, you might be paying between, I don't know, uh, a quarter percent and, and 1%, I'd say, or, yeah. or three quarters of a percent. Right. But typically, if you're paying a quarter, that's after maybe 5%. Yeah. So if you put 100000 into an A share, day one, your account's only worth ninety five, ninety four thousand. 94000 Right, so that's... You know, so you so, have to dig yourself out of that hole. Yeah, so, yeah, you're re- referring to the load. The load. So the A and the C share will have a load fee on top of right. the fees we just talked about, the management fee and the 12B1 fee. So those are like the internal fees. The load fee is what you see, and I think the C shares are pretty popular. They are still kind of popular. I agree. Because it's usually about... I see them a lot. So. Yeah, it's usually about 1% up front for those. Right. That go away. It goes right to the broker. Yeah, and you have to hold on to the fund for 12 months. You have to hold Otherwise on. Otherwise, you get a penalty. Right. Right. And so here at Royal Oak Financial Advisors, we really don't use loaded mutual funds. I. Thank no. God we don't have to use them. I think back in the day, brokers, everybody needs to feed their family and put food on the table, but to do it that way just never felt right to me, you know? Right, exactly. There's a type of uh, mutual fund that you don't pay a low. They're lower in expenses. Usually it's an, uh, an institutional share, an I share. Yeah. So you'll see the name of it. And at the end of the name of the mutual fund is either an A, a C, a B. And, it, and that pretty much tells you what your load is going to be. Or an I yeah. or an ADM. And um, the I and the ADM are mostly your load free or yeah. the lower cost The I typically fund. is institutional yeah. world, which we work in. Right. So much lower fees. What I like about it is that it is transparent in the institutional world. Clients know what they're paying, and there's no hidden fees. Right. That's what I like about the world we work in. Right. Typically, you'll see the iShares in your 401ks. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. And and the, those, the type of share classes you're going to see in your 401ks are not going to be Typically not an A or a C. Sometimes you will see an A share and they they waive the load. So this is a popular thing they like doing is waiving the load. The upfront load. The upfront load. But there's still internal costs. Are still in there? They're still pretty high, the internal costs. Yeah, the 12B1s on those. So I know this is a confusing topic, but I do think it's really important for our listeners and clients to be educated on this topic. And you can always, you know, we've had clients email John and ask him questions. And this one does seem to, there's a lot of confusion around some of the expenses in these mutual funds. Yeah, they want to keep it confusing because they don't want you to know what you're really paying. Right. Kind of like, kind of like your taxes. <laughs> oh, 
You start adding up all your taxes, and then you're going to be like, whoa, yeah, I got, I'm got, i paying way too much here. But, yeah, same thing with, uh, same thing with the mutual funds. It, once you start adding up these fees, so you're probably asking right now, all right, you, you guys are throwing out, like, so many fees. Like, what? break it all down. What, yeah. What's the... What's the bottom line here? How yeah. much am I what, paying? So what is the bottom line, like on an A share? So typically on an A share, you're going to pay 6% up front, 5 to 6% up front. Ugh. Then you're going to pay a quarter percent every year thereafter. Right. Then you're going to pay another half to 1% in management fees. Right. So... I mean, if you're you have to hold this thing for like six years for it to break even, break even, and be down to you know maybe one percent right. at that point. Right. And some of the broker dealers that I used to work at, that five or six year break even, that's when the client would finally get a phone call and say, "We need to do some trading and do some work for you here, Mister and Missus Client." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? And actually, uh, it, it would take longer. I mean, because you're paying. You know, yeah. Depending on the sales load, so if right. it's five percent, it might be, you know, yeah. s- seven years. But uh, so that is uh, usually an A share, a C share. Um, same same thing applies here, but you're you're usually paying about one percent a year, maybe one to two percent a year on these things, right? And then you're paying an additional one percent up front, just to just for the opportunity for the advisor to move you out of it after one year yeah into something else in case it's a really crappy one right so uh so uh you're looking at owning a mutual fund is going to be more you're going to be paying probably north of two percent and no matter what you know mutual fund you're you're holding typically right unless it's an i share yeah so, John, you know I like dividend-paying stocks. I what, do. What kind of loads or fees are inside those dividend-paying stocks? Zero. Hmm. Zero. You just pay your whatever it is to trade it. Right. And then um, whatever fee your advisor uh, charges you. So, like, for us, for instance, we charge 1%, and... Uh, and that's it. So 1% and right. no other hidden fees yeah. in there. The other thing I like about the way we do it, and you know, obviously we're fiduciaries and we want to be transparent with our clients, but I feel like the 1% keeps us engaged with our clients so that we look at the accounts, manage the accounts, but we want to see that account grow because as that account grows, our fee grows in essence. And sometimes my personal experience, some of these other brokers that I know at the broker dealers would make a sale, an A share, C share, whatever loaded share, and then they would just put that account or that person on the shelf and go to a, go to their next target and try to get another sale where they weren't really managing the accounts or trying to get those accounts to grow, you know, we want our clients to build wealth, I guess, right. over time. And I feel like I do look at these accounts all the time. Right. You know? That, now, there's another podcast that we did on wrap accounts. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of advisors uh, that kind of disguise um, 
kind of what we're doing in a, what's yeah. called a ramp account, and they can buy and sell mutual funds whenever they want. And uh, the the thing with those accounts is there's a lot of layered fees within those too, right. which we talk about, where you're paying the internal uh, 12B1 fees, the management fees on the mutual fund. You're still paying your broker probably 1%, maybe more. Right. And then there's another fee on there uh, uh, that you're paying the company which she's representing, or he or she. Uh, so, you know, that you're you're looking at a lot of layered fees. So people are always wondering why, if you're always, if you're wondering why you're underperforming the market, um, that's usually uh, a good way, uh, a good first thing to look at is what am I paying in all these fees? Right. At least understand what you're paying. Because if you don't know what you're paying, you might be paying too much. Right. You know, if we're charging 1% to a client, at least the client knows, okay, I'm paying 1%. And if the market moves, let's say 10 years down the road, uh, you know, there's fee compression and maybe 0.8 of 1% is really the fair price to charge for the services. And at least they can negotiate or they know what they're paying. You want to know what you're paying. Right. So... So take a look at those, uh, or or ask the broker you're working with, what are all the fees that I'm paying, and right. they should be able to yeah. tell you. Because the other day, I think I told you about the client, a new client that we got. She was brought her son in to meet me, and we were talking about the fees she was paying at another broker-dealer, and she wasn't happy with what she was getting, and so... She said I could talk to the son, so I showed the son the line of the fees and what she was paying and uh, what we charge, and it ended up being better and just our program in general. And the son went home that day, called his mom that night, and said, Mom, on my statement, I don't even have the line you had, the fee line. And she's a pretty smart lady, and she said, well, you're probably in loaded mutual funds. She knew you know, if there was no advisory fee or fees being taken out over the course of the year, and so then the son got a, a pretty quick lesson on how loaded mutual funds work because his broker told him, I'm doing this for free for you, which is not, <laughs> right. it's not true. Right. You know? Right. It can't be. Yeah. It can't with, be true. With the, no. uh, with the mutual funds, you're paying right. fees. Right. So, um, so that's kind of our... 10-minute money uh, fee mutual fund. Did you have anything else? Uh, no, if, if, but if you do have questions, please feel free to call or email John. I mean, he's he looks at these kind of things all the time and, and can give you some really solid advice. Right, and uh, know what you own. So keep in mind this is for educational purposes only, and we will catch you next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining John Dyer and Paul Erickson on this 10-Minute Money Podcast. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.